up, guys? Welcome once again to the Save Continue Podcast. My name is Ryan Robinson. That's Tom Shelby. Look at it! <laughs> Shanae Howard. Sup? How's it going, guys? Shanae, you're back from uh, Renaissance Fest. Uh, you had a great time. Renaissance Festival. Uh, you dunked a winch. Uh, I did not. Berto did on his first shot, though, because yeah. this weekend is the actual weekend I went to Renaissance Festival not two weeks ago when you said I did. Did not wear a costume. Uh, not this year, because we were camping overnight, and the rule yeah. I have for camping at a festival is don't bring anything you would care about losing. Yeah. And I spent a lot of money on costumes. That piece is really going right through me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> right before we started recording... Uh, I uh, cashed in some points, 250 points. Together. Pizza points. Pizza, 250 pizza points How many book reports? Hut. How many book reports did you have to do for that? Um, oh, you remember that? <laughs> what was that called? With the stickers on the button? Uh, book It. It was called the Book It Program. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I uh, cashed in got us a free pizza. Uh, it's kind of hit me as well. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to soldier through it. So if we cut this show, show short. It's because we're pooping. It's because we're pooping. <laughs> You only have two bathrooms, so someone's taking the sink. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I've pooped in the yard before. Yeah. Fine. Is that true? <laughs> Not this yard, but a yard. <laughs> right on. Hey, so, uh, Shanae. Yes. Uh, we missed you last week. Um, well, I was here last week. The week before, I mean. And I missed you today when we were doing the news. I missed you guys, too. We did check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we... Uh, did a fighting game that I think that you would have thought was really cute had you seen it. I'll have to check it out. There's a little man in his armor suit. And he was fighting a bunny rabbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the boy? It's a boy. Was the bunny rabbit a boy, a boy as well? I don't know. Um, I mean, does it matter? I suppose not. In the grand scheme of things, does anything matter? No. But, uh, yeah, it's called Battle Fantasia. Mm-hmm. You probably haven't heard of it. No. But uh, Tom says it's a really good game to get into if you're not good at fighting games, which I am not. It's a good game to teach you fighting games. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, it has things that will translate to most other fighting games. Am I, am I wrong about No, you're right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, before you got here, uh, me and Tom did a uh, – we did a – we did some let's – we did some gameplay videos mm-hmm. to uh, – Carry us over into, into the spooky month of October. Hang on with the theme. Yeah. Yeah. We played Amnesia last last game. I wasn't feeling it. It wasn't super spooks, but I got a couple spooks. You in. guys both got spooked, all right? Let's not sp- play like you weren't spooked. Okay. Hold There's on. video <laughs> evidence on this channel of you guys I getting said spooked. I got sp- spooked only a couple times. Yeah. I want to get spooked constantly. Yeah. I mean, that's why you play the games. Constant spooks. <clears throat> we had... <clears throat> I don't think you could handle that. We had some spooks, right? I won't say that we didn't, because we did. But the fact of the matter is, there was too much other shit going on, because we got lost in the castle, so yeah. that got kind of boring, and then we got stuck uh, trying to get through a door, <clears throat> and that got boring, and then by then, I was, just wasn't into it. I need, uh, like, a constant stream of spooky, spooky things happening. You can't handle that, right? I feel like I can like show me show me a time when I haven't been able to handle the constant. Like yeah, I get scared, but like you know, I soldier through it. You don't just get scared though. You get like horrified. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, so we played uh, uh, Stories Untold, and I only got I only got startled once. Sure, but I don't feel like that game's really that scary. You know, it's kind of Halloweeny though. Yeah. Um, I will say I got a little nervous when we were playing Zombie Army Trilogy. Mm-hmm. 
Also not a scary game. It's not a scary game, but I mean, those are a lot. There's a lot of zombies. Yeah. When they come up behind is kind of startling. Yeah. Uh, I want us to do uh, Outlast. I can't really handle that game so well, but I'm willing to do. We'll it. probably do that. We'll probably do Alien as well. Yeah. Uh, should I ever play Outlast? Uh, no. Okay. So it's one of those games where you know how things are scarier when they're naked. Yeah. You, you know That's that? Outlast. <laughs> Like yeah. you ever heard that that whole thing where like if if you want to avoid getting in a fight with a guy you just got to get naked. Yeah, I didn't know how effective that would be. I I I don't know. I don't well, wanna, I don't want to test this theory. Imagine that's opposite, and the naked the guy is already naked when he shows up, and he's chasing you with a <laughs> knife. Oh, uh, uh, that'd be pretty scary. He 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 obviously gives no. And there's and there's two of them because he's a twin. I mean, he, they obviously give no fucks. So and I give a lot. That's of, what I'm saying. I give so many fucks that that's terrifying. Yeah. So I played. Uh, okay. So Outlast is this game where you are a journalist and you are investigating some kind of a really stupid journalist. Yeah. You go into this uh, ab- abandoned. Abandoned is it yeah. Abandoned? I think I mean there's residents, but it's basically abandoned, right? This is uh, this like th- okay. This very well un like it's a it's a it's a mental hospital that's not kept up very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are people there and, uh, who are like, obviously they're, you know, they're a little nuts, uh, but they're just roaming around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so basically. Are all of them naked? No, just, uh, just. Just a, the twins? Just the twins. We call them, Tom and I have dubbed them the dick brothers. You can see, <laughs> you can see their dicks. Um. Is there a slider Daffy for that? Duck used to go crazy? Old school Daffy Duck, yeah. 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 Or actually, uh, Donald Duck. Donald Duck, whenever like he starts like getting to that, when he goes into a flurry, he goes crazy and starts swearing. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about old school Daffy Duck when he starts like laughing like a fucking loon. Oh yeah, the <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like that. Uh, so the game is basically you're a stupid journalist mm-hmm. and you go into this mental hospital because you want to get you want to find the truth, mm-hmm. right? Because there's some kind of conspiracy going on. You want to find the truth. Because that's what all journalists do. It's yes. out there. Yeah, it's out there. Yeah. Ah, the yes. thing about it is <clears throat> you cannot. You can't. You don't fight. Okay. But you can die. So when you run into trouble, you have to run or hide. Sometimes both. All right. Uh, so there's a lot of that, and there's a lot of, uh, and a lot, there are a lot of areas where it's dark, and the only light you have is the night vision on your camera, but that drains the battery. So you have that's a limited resource as well. All right. Uh, it's scared me on more than one occasion, so, to the point where I won't play that game by myself. Uh. I'm down to play it with you guys, but you know what we should do? We should do a playthrough of PT because I still have that, yeah. and that made you scream like such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you ever play that? Yeah, I did. Uh, I don't do well I just, with uh, that stuff. I mean, y'all saw me playing Amnesia: Dark Descent. Mm-hmm. I I thought I just kept feeling like I went through everything. I'm like, I can't figure out what the fucking want me to do on this turnaround. Yeah, and nothing is changing. Yeah. Ah, and then all of a sudden something would happen, and I'm like, and it'll be over. And I'm like, what the fuck did I just do? Yeah. What did I not do? Yeah. I don't even understand what, I don't understand, like, who is the, what is the threat in that game? Like, are you escaping something? Or, like, is is the castle haunted? It's like a silent hill thing, so it's. Is is it? I don't know. I don't know what, like, the, like, I don't know what the, uh, the conflict is in that game. Like, why am I in the castle? I don't know if I slept through that, but... I feel like it was explained. We were just too chatty. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, apparently, it's like very, uh, it's critically acclaimed, but I don't know. Hmm. Uh, we played this other game, the some Indonesian horror game. Oh yeah, we didn't post the uh, the let's play for it because we got stuck. Yeah, and and uh, I asked Tom, I was like, "Do you think the game was broken or we're just stupid?" And Tom thinks that we might be just stupid. Yeah, I think so. Um, oh, and it's a possibility. You you got scared several times. So the game's like sort of like Fatal Frame. And, like, this lady with a stretched out face, like the Asians like to do, would pop up in the camera, in the viewfinder, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ryan would get spooked every time. <laughs> but it's funny, because if you stop and look at her, like, she's very poorly designed and does not look scary at all. Well, the whole thing is just that she shows up for such a for such a short period of time. It's, uh, it's surprising. Um, you know, I haven't played Fatal Frame in a while. I remember Fatal Frame 2 was really scary. Um... I feel like, and I I watched someone play Fatal Frame One a while back, and I felt like that was less scary. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure though. Uh I got I played Fatal Frame um, PS2. Yeah, lot, and then I remember being real scared. Yeah, it was, it was real scary. I yeah, no, it was like a daytime game. I couldn't play it once the streetlights turn on. But that, I mean, that's it sucks because like you're supposed to play it in the dark. Like you you have to play it at night. When well, it's I'm a little bitch. But, I'm a little bitch. Couldn't handle but it. But at the same time, like the 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 uh, the uh, paradox is that you just can't, right? You like you can't. It's super scary, yeah, and I didn't want way. I didn't want to like stop playing it, and then like there be lights off, and me be like I'm not going into this area. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that the first silent, like, even for all it's, like, bad, like, what is now would be considered bad textures and graphics or whatever, I'm pretty sure that game would still scare me. Yeah. Uh, I remember Silent Hill 3 scared me a lot. Like, all the Silent Hills scared me. I can't uh, play those games by myself. They're not all scary, though. There's, like, uh, fuck, Book of Memories? Is that what it's called? No, it's not Book of Memories. No, Shattered Memories is a different game. Shattered Memories is a remake of the first one. I think it's Book of Memories that is like a top-down dungeon-crawling ARPG, okay, and it's Silent Hill. Okay, that's, yeah, yeah. I, uh, this weekend, uh, Friday night at the hotel, I just flipped no, the channels and came across Silent Hill Revelations 3D, and I have never seen, oh, yeah, and that I have never seen it. Yeah. Man, is that garbage. Yeah, I actually went on a date. Yeah, Book of Memories. I went on a date to that movie. Uh, That's, oh. That that was, you know, I realized about an hour in that it was a bad idea. I didn't watch, like, the first, like, half hour, 40 minutes. I just went on the Wikipedia page and, like, read through to where I was. And I, yeah, there's, like, that, that doll thing. Doll thing. Uh, when she's like, when uh, she is like in the kind of in the warehouse after she meets the mother of Alessa. Yeah, Dahlia. Uh, yeah. Um, meets her in the courtyard, and then she goes in, and it's like this warehouse thing in the basement. Yeah. And like, it's like a spider doll thing. Man, it's been so. It's long, like a mannequin. Man. Yeah, it's a. It's, uh, Ryan and, and I were doing a Dead Rising mannequin only playthrough. It How was that? So, it didn't go so well. well it did not. Uh, we found fun stuff we wanted to use. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I dressed I dressed Frank up as a little boy. and uh, <laughs> With a servbot head. With a servbot head. And Tom was like, you know, maybe the zombies will leave you alone because they're not going to mess with a kid. And you look like a kid. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, let me test that. And then I almost immediately died. Um, they chomped. Hey, guys. Hmm. What year was Pac-Man originally released? Uh, 1972. Boom. 
Shanae? Uh, 73. Shanae's closer. 1980. You win, Shanae. Oh, no. That was cheap. <laughs> but I'll take it. Okay. Okay. You're on Two a streak here. Streak. Yes! Heating up! Did I ever have a streak? I think I, I only do you like... Did. I don't think, no. I don't think so. Probably like, I, not. I, I get one, and then I lose, and then I get another one. No, I lost you two weeks in a row. Saboteur. That's the last one. That's the last time I won, I think. Hmm. Uh, and then... Okay, I wonder what Sinead's gonna... What, what she's gonna plug up. Uh... Two boobs. Two... <laughs> two boobs. Uh, I only... I don't... I guess... I don't have a lot of scary games, but then again, like, I feel like you probably have a lot of horror games, Tom, that you don't consider scary because nothing scares you. No, but I still like, like, the atmosphere and feeling of those games. Uh, some, I mean, games have scared me. I've told you before, like, Resident Evil 2 is the first game to scare me. Like, yeah. legit yeah. freaks me out, you know? Was it, but, that, like, that one specific part, though? Yeah, it's just when the thing crawls across the window in the police station. Yeah. But, like, I'd never seen anything like that in a video game, so it freaked me the fuck out. Sure. Revisiting the first Resident Evil, the Resident Evil 1 remake, um, what, a couple years ago? Yeah. Uh, remake, remake. Yeah, the remake, remake. That that actually scared the shit out of me. And, like, it's funny because I remember I rented the first Resident Evil game when I was, like, 11 or so. Yeah. Uh, and I couldn't play it because at that time I was, like, super afraid of zombies. Like, I couldn't deal with it. Uh, and then, uh, then I got older and I was like, Resident Evil 1 is fine. It's like, I'm not afraid of it anymore. Uh, and then I played the remake remake and that game scared the shit out of me. You know what's awesome about that game is that like, they didn't really need to do anything to that GameCube remake. Like that still holds up. The GameCube version of that game still looks good. You know, they could, they could have just released it as is. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't, but they could have. Uh, I, I remember they marketed like, here's the thing is that, like, I feel like Resident Evil 4 had some parts in it that I could consider, like, legit scary. Um, but then, like, I feel like they try to keep that marketing going, like, the whole marketing the game as a horror, marketing the franchise as a horror franchise when Resident Evil 5 came out. Yeah. Was, like, so much, it's just, like, so... It's just, 5 was more action, 6 was more action. action. So it's, like, it's hard to see them... In that it was hard to see them in that light. Yeah. Uh, but then I feel, and then they return. They feel like they return to like the whole their horror roots in seven. Yeah. So I've had seven since day one. Haven't played it. So try. Um. Well, so Mikami did one and four. You know, and then after four is when he left survival horror. He stopped doing it until the Evil Within. Yeah. But uh, you know, five five is a great game. It's not a great horror game, but it's a great game. Yeah. Unless you don't have someone to play with and you're le- letting the AI just fuck shit up. Yeah. Sheva's okay. She's all right. Uh, that mansion DLC is fantastic. I really love that. Um, no, I never... I got... I don't know. I jump a lot in general, but definitely when I play games and I'm, like, into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely... On Resident Evil 4, not anything, like, scared me, but definitely got surprised a lot. And I was just like, ooh, don't bite me. <laughs> <laughs> um, like... Um, I forgot that, uh, I forgot about the boulder scene in the beginning of Resident Evil 4. Mash it. And I was playing on the Wii version mm-hmm. of it. That's and, the best version. And yeah. I, and you have to like go back and forth. Yeah. But I didn't, I, I didn't, I forgot about it and I thought it was just going to be a cut scene. So like I went, I took the, put the Wii remote down 
I went to go get a drink real fast. And, like, as I turn around, I just see this boulder coming and just like, no! And that's probably the most reaction, like, actually jumping. Because, like, I physically just got super tense that I was just going to die. <clears throat> Uh, but, like, but nothing, like, yeah, nothing, like, super scary. Fatal, uh, I don't think I've ever been scared, really, in any of the Resident Evil games. Just more annoyed at, like, um, when you have But you do- probably weren't playing, like, Resident Evil 1 through 3 when they released. No, I wasn't. Know? Um, yeah, like, the first, like, like I said, first one, I can remember, like, like being, like, super scary was Fatal Frame. Yeah. But I've gotten scared in, like non-scary games like what uh like the first kingdom hearts there there's like a giant shadow in the beginning uh before you get your keyblade and i didn't realize you weren't supposed to fight him without your keyblade and i just kept trying to fight him with a wooden stick and it wasn't working because you're supposed to go (coughs) past him into this like cove and get your weapon sure uh yeah i just never did that so i just kept having nightmares about him because i couldn't figure out how to beat him because i'm an idiot was Goofy in those nightmares? No, just the giant shadow. You don't you don't meet Goofy yet at that oh, point. Oh, okay. It's in the very beginning. Okay. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I feel like uh, there's a, there was a time where I was playing like when I was like really really heavy into Bloodborne, and like I usually don't find like werewolves and things like that like. Yeah, but the the uh, fucking character models in that game, like they did a really good job with the character models in that game, you know? Yeah, uh, like the the whole like, and that 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 made that makes me think of um, uh, fuck the order. Yeah, like uh, there's some stuff that you described to me that was like, man, that sounds scary as hell. Like, and it's not like the order is an action game. Yeah. It's really not that scary, you well, know. I don't think, but, but like, I think like like there are certain things that like I would look at him like that's it, at the very least creepy. Yeah, well, like you're in a warehouse and like they're shipping vampires, so it's yeah. just like crates and crates and crates, like hundreds, thousands of them full of vampires. Yeah, that's so pretty that, cool. That sounded scary to me. Yeah. Um, I, I do like that game. For those listening, watching, like I know most people hate it. I think it's a pretty good game. They hate it because it's short. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like uh, Dante's Inferno also got me on a, little, a couple parts. Oh yeah, because for sure. I watched <laughs> the animated thing first. So when I, we're like playing through, and they're like the souls. I kept thinking they're gonna like Beatrice. We're like, in like Love pain it. and stuff, but they were background and like just background, you know. Sure. Uh, but I thought they were trying to reach out for me. So there was a lot of times I was just like, Ooh, <laughs> go! Oh and yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't need to do it because they weren't ever going to touch me. Sure. Right. But for a while, I thought there was a lot of stealth involved with yeah. this <laughs> until I realized that was not the case. Until you realized it was God of War. Until until I got to like the lust level, and then I was like, oh, the doors are vaginas. Nothing scary. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're scared of vaginas, I guess. Sure. Um, you said it right. <laughs> Uh, the, I, I like, one of those things is, uh, one of the things about that game is it does, it uses imagery, like, really, really well, um, in a way that, like, a lot of these things were, like, they, they made it, like, the game was never outright scary, but it was, like, it was just. Unsettling. Yeah, it was. It was unsettling, like, especially, like, certain circles, like, like, when you got to, uh, um, like, even the beginning of the game where you're, like, in purgatory and those fucking dead babies. Mm, yeah. See, and that's what I like. I like games that make you feel weird, right? Yeah. Like, Hellblade is not a scary game, but when you're arriving on that boat and the voices are talking to you and you see the bodies and all that, like, you feel unsettled. Yeah. Devil Daggers gives me the same feeling. Uh, the original Quake gives me the same feeling. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, uh, it's good stuff. The thing about uh, thing about Hellblade though is like it's it's made unsettling by like, and I feel like this effect isn't there if you're not playing the game with headphones. But yeah, or at least significantly less so. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like you're, you're playing the headphones and those voices are talking to you, and it's like that shit's in that shit's in uh, that shit's in stereo. So they're like they're coming at you like on like on both sides, and it's like. Well, you should watch how they recorded that. It's very interesting. It's like it's overwhelming. It is, and it and it never ends. Yeah. It never stops. It might, you know, not be as intense at some points, yeah. but yeah. But like there are certain parts where like it's just like it's it's like it's. Well, and then like even like. Like I've not I've not finished that game, but like early on when she when she dies the first time and she gets the thing on her hand growing sure. up her arm and she's like she's like fucking scratching at it and the camera's panning around like unsettling stuff like that I like yeah. that shit a lot. Yeah. We've talked about Double Daggers like that's not a scary game. Sure. The graphics look dated, but like I feel queasy playing that game. Yeah. You know, and it's and, you know it's hard to and and I remember watching you play that and I I asked you know was it is that an intentional side effect or is that just my reaction to the game? Yeah. Um, but I think if you and I both feel that way with that game, I don't think it's just like a coincidence, you know. Yeah. Uh, the I don't know, I, and I feel like it's hard, you know. It's hard to it. It's hard to make a, a horror game that, like a straight up horror game that kind of markets to a wide audience, because like our definition of what's scary now has changed so it's changed so significantly. And it's and it's like subjective. Sure. So. Sure. Um, well, it's funny though. Like, if you think about some of the best games in the survival horror genre, it's not just horror; it's horror and action, but like mixed together well, right? Well, Resident Evil Four, Dead Space, things like that. Like, those are very much action games. Yeah. You know, they just. I think it's. They uh, put them together well, whereas Resident Evil Six obviously doesn't so well. Resident Evil Five, even though that's a great game, doesn't feel like a horror game at all. Yeah. I think they use the unsettling atmosphere as. Uh, a way to help motivate you throughout the game to continue forward. Yeah. Like, even if you don't have a main purpose at that moment and you don't really know where you're going to or where the story's leading, you know that this doesn't feel good and it feels very uncomfortable and it's just like, I'm going to keep going because mm-hmm. I don't like this. Yeah. And that, like, and that makes, like, that helps with, like, you know, the adrenaline and, like, and have that fear factor in there. And it's it's nice to see, like, a well-made uh like game like that and yeah a lot of them aren't going to be horror but they're using horror aspects to make their game better which yeah. uh yeah i think it's really nice there aren't like okay so in hellblade like i don't think that's a horror game at no all, but there is a there's a part uh there's a part in the game like kind of midway through where everything around you is dark and there are these monsters like lurking around and the, like, if they touch you, or if they catch, if they catch you, you're dead. Mm. And so, like, just the like moving through that is like so like it was nerve wracking, and it was it was unple- it, it was unpleasant, but like in, in a good way, I guess. Right. Because uh, like like to Sinead's point, like it's what I was like. I just want to get through this as quickly as I can. Well, it's like with Devil Daggers. I was telling you how that game made me feel, and your first response was like, "You like feeling that way." Mm-hmm. And I was like, in the context of playing this game, yeah, yeah. I do. You know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's. I would like. I say, and you know, a lot of times I say that you know I, I you know I want a, a scary game, mm-hmm. and. Like yeah, I get I'm very easily scared, but at the same time, like I'm having a good time. Right. It's just 
like it's easy to scare me. So I feel like I get my money's worth out of these things more than a lot of people that I know. Sure. Um, like for for instance, I'm and I'm sure I'm I'm still unsure whether or not Prey is a horror game. Um, I'd say Prey is as much of a horror game as The Thing is a horror movie. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like it's it's on that edge for sure. But yeah. then again, I have to, I've played very little Prey. Yeah. Um. A lot of and like and that's what I like. I like a game where the the horror comes from like just atmosphere, mm-hmm. right? You know, because you're you're walking through this <clears throat> you're walking through the space station, uh, and like it's just the atmosphere is what scares you, right? And kind of the the whole uncertainty of like what's going to happen next because if they just kept throwing shit at me the entire time, right? Then it would lose it would it would lose its effect. Well, I'm uh, like you know. You like praise like you're walking through a corridor and like did that just move? Yeah. You know like yeah, and like and that's a cool gameplay like, like that's a scary gameplay mechanic and yeah. there's not a lot of scary gameplay mechanics. Sure, you know, um, and it is hard and I f- it feel like it's hard to do right and also with games like Silent Hill or Resident Evil, uh, and I think Resident Evil has kind of had kind of gotten away from that by by the time Resident Evil Five came around. Mm. But as far as like pacing is a huge thing for me anyway and when that pace is interrupted by like a really hard puzzle and mm. at that point i'm like i'm no longer scared i'm just frustrated yeah uh but i think that existed from from game one yeah sure uh and that and that was a huge thing for me with with uh with like silent hill and like to the point where i'm pre i feel like that was kind of something that they were cognizant of because they allow you to uh adjust the difficulty of the action sequences as well as the puzzles uh, like independently of each other, uh, but yeah, that was always the whole thing. Is like, in order for me to like maintain that feeling, like that pacing has to that the pacing has to be there, so I can like I can move at a brisk pace. Like there are things that'll stop me for a second. Yeah, but like getting stopped up on a puzzle for like an hour is just that's so, so, so something more like Dead Space. Yeah, because um, like Dead Space, like it, it usually doesn't go much farther than. All right, I just okay. I have this thing. I just need to go back to where I was and put it in that thing. Right. And like while I'm when I'm making my way back, some some other shit. Making my way downtown. Yeah. Walking fast. Uh, <laughs> is that lady's name? Vanessa Carlton. There you go. Is it? Yeah. Carlton Banks. Yeah. Um. <laughs> have either of you played Shattered Memories? No. <clears throat> no. Uh-huh. So a, like that's the remake of. One, right? It's the remake of one. It came out on PS2, Wii, PSP, uh, and like it doesn't play like most Silent Hill games. Like you, you're at a therapist's office in between like gameplay sessions, you know. And depending on things that go on in those sessions, it affects what happens in game. So it'll be like you know, color this picture of this house or whatever, and you color it, and you find your house in the game, and it's like those colors, you know, yeah. things like that. Um, or even, like, character models will change depending on how you've answered things. But, like, it's the first game, and I'm sure there were games before it to, to, to do this, but it's the first time that I played a game that was a horror game in which you could not fight back. You could only run. Sure. You know? And, uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. That, so, that that was the whole thing with that, is, like, you could never, you couldn't fight back. Yeah, you're not hitting anything in that game, you're not shooting anything in that game, you're running. That's yeah. it. And that was yeah. the whole thing, and I think that's kind of where the horror, where like that that fear comes from, right? With like games like that, or Outlast is like, yeah, you're you're powerless to fight back, and like, which I think is dumb in some games, but in games like Silent Hill, I think it makes sense. 
in Outlast, I'm like, well, you know, even if I'm not like some fighting expert, I'd probably pick up that pipe over there. Yeah. You yeah. know, but enter condemned. Right. Right. Exactly. But like, depending on the context of the game, I think it can be good. Yeah. Alien Isolation. Right. Like, you can fight back. Uh, it's just not going to do you very well. Like, you're not going to make much progress fighting back. And, like, yeah. that makes sense with that story. So, like, you know? what is, like, okay, and that's, I actually, I always kind of wondered that about that game. Like, what is the point? Like, if you, if fighting back doesn't do you any good, like, what? Well, as far as, like, weapons that you're getting, you're using it mostly for the, uh, what are the things called in that game? I want to say handyman. I know that's the not the, the working Joes. Yeah. You're using it mostly for the working Joes. Yeah. You can use it on the Xenomorph, uh, but it's not going to really help you much. It might give you enough time to get away. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. and I, I like those games with the sequences. Like, uh, like this happened in Outlast when you were watching me play it like a few years back. When like I ran into a room and then like I hid under the bed. Oh yeah. And then like I just saw I just saw his feet. I think that's the first time I watched you stream a game ever. Oh man, I watched his yeah. feet like walk by the bed. I was like, that's Tommy. <laughs> and then like and, and then, he was in there and, and then like and then like he just stood there for a second and then like really fast he like got down on the floor and looked right at me and like i just screamed as loud as i could into the mic it was just it was it's like things like that you know and, yeah and i feel like that's un- like super uncommon yeah i think I like what? adaptive ai is important for games like that because like with Outlast or even like the Evil Within, once you've played those sections once, you know exactly what's going to happen, mm-hmm. right? The Evil Within, when you start that game and that butcher guy is looking for you in that first locker and he doesn't find you, every time you play the game after you that, know you he's know he's not going to find you, yeah. you know? Yeah. Whereas with uh, the Xenomorph in Isolation, it's adaptive, so you don't know what the fuck the thing's going to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we actually had some pretty fun horror games because of, like, you are, like, more involved with playing it and action-wise. Uh, The Calling, I played some of that. I checked it out. It felt like playing, like, a, like a horror movie. It wasn't, like, super action-y. Yeah. But it was, it was pretty spooky. Uh, Alone in the Dark was on that console too i believe yeah there wasn't alone in the dark uh and i don't know if it was like that reboot game that was just called alone in the dark or i think it was the reboot game i'm not positive though uh but as far as the wii goes like there's resident evil games on there and dead space games on there that are fantastic that that aren't available anywhere else yeah extraction's wii one right i feel we've talked about this before yeah yeah that, that on rail shooter i think and the Resident Evil games are on rails as well, but like a lot of people agree, Resident Evil Four the best place to play is the Wii because of the controls. You yeah. know, that's on rails. No, Resident Evil Four, no. Okay. Uh, I always wanted to play the Obscura games on there. Well, you're in luck, Shanae. I recently bought Obscure One and Two, and we'll be doing a let's play of that probably next week. Oh, nice. So those games are like the first Obscure was loosely inspired by The Faculty, um, which is a terrible movie. And, uh, like, it's I'm very... I'm familiar with it. Yeah, it's very 90s. Josh Hartnett, right? The yeah, faculty? Josh Hartnett. Oh, Usher. He was, yeah, he was Usher. a dreamboat. Uh, basically, the whole thing is the teachers are aliens. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, it's very, very 90s. And, like, the music is very 90s. And it's like Resident Evil, but there's co-op. And there's, like, really no puzzle solving. And I think it'll be fun. All right. Uh, there's another game. Like, because I like, I like some of those games that are, like... They're not supposed to be scary. They're just like like spooky. It's got spooky things in it, but it's like supposed to be funny. Like um, like there's a there's a game that I was looking at on your Steam. It's like a side scroller. 
uh, final final thing. exam. Yeah. yeah, yeah, things like that. Uh, or there was this other game. Uh, do you guys, did you, either of you guys, ever heard of a game called Dead Block? Nope. I know Boom Blocks. Yeah, it's not Boom Blocks. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? It was like a spooky Boom Blocks. No, it's not like Spooky Boom Blocks. It's like, uh, basically, uh, the whole thing is like, it's like a zombie tower defense game mm. where... Uh, like Plants vs. Zombies? Not like that, but oh. like, um, you're, you would be in a building and you got to barricade it and also set up traps while you're inside of it. And like, you got to survive like each level like that. It's pretty cool. Mm. Um, but other games don't do it so well. Like uh, that game that... that Blood bullets and cannoli or whatever. That game looks so boring. Uh, it's not a good time. It's, yeah. not, it's not a good time at all. Uh, Blood bullets and cannoli. Yeah. So basically, in that, okay. In that game, you're a mobster. Meh. Yeah, meh. And like the 40s, I'm guessing Italian. Yeah, he's it's yeah. Uh, and the whole thing is like all of a sudden, like everybody is zombies, and you're the only guy who can stop the zombies. So you're stopping the zombies, and it's a side. It's a side. 2D, uh, uh, shoot them up. Uh, it's just real bad. Mm. Um, but then again, but then you have games that do it well. Like, uh, what was, what was that, uh, Red Dead DLC called? Zombie Nightmare. Zombie Nightmare. That was very, that, that. DLC, Undead Nightmare. Undead Nightmare, yeah. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't that, sound right. That, that was really, really cool. One of the highest praised DLCs ever. Mm-hmm. It's like that and Minerva's Den, and they're both kind of spooky. Uh, a lot of people liked uh, one of the Grand Theft Auto ones. Was it the Ballad of Gay Tony? Ballad of Gay Tony people liked. Uh, uh, also, a lot of people liked that. Uh, Lost like, in the Damned. Uh, so the Borderlands DLC. Sure, but like as what far as that? like critical praise and sales wise, like Undead Nightmare and Minerva's Den are like Dr. two of the highest. Zeds. Uh, something. But it was all that was all that zombies, right? Yeah, it was dumb. Mm, Thunderdome. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mad Moxie's Mega Dome or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, know. it was it was something like that. I was like, I can't remember the titles either. So I was like, yeah. I, I know we we know what we're talking about. Yeah. Um. The I like what uh, what Call of Duty had been doing with uh, with their zombies mode, where they were like. Well, they experimented a little bit with, like, putting a little bit of a narrative on them. Zombies is great, man. Yeah. There's plenty of people that buy COD just for zombies. Which which makes me think, like, why not just sell the zombies? Separately? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I would buy that. I, I mean, people already do, right? Like, that's what most horde mode games are. Yeah. Killing floor, left for dead, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a different type of horde mode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but th- I remember, I think it was, I think it was Black Ops 3. Uh, where they started, they they uh, did a whole a whole thing of like it was supposed to be like this narrative and like it had Ray Liotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. and some of these other famous Italian dudes like playing as like inmates or something trying to escape like a zombie infested prison. That really seemed cool. Uh, I liked what they did with the uh, with I believe it was Infinite Warfare with uh, like that throwback like that eighties themed one. Mm. Uh, that seemed really cool. Um, and me and Tom were talking about this uh, when we were doing Dead Space, not Dead Space, uh, Dead Rising. Uh, like you know, people talk quite often about how like they're tired of zombies, yeah, and they don't, they don't like they're burnt out on zombies. But, they're burnt out on fun things. Yeah, but I mean, let's be real. It's too much fun for me. I don't like yeah. it. Yeah, like I can't think of a time where 
I've like someone said, "Hey, here's a new zombie game coming out," and I wasn't immediately interested. Like, not all zombie games are good, but like, if if I know that's got zombies in it, like, I'm interested to know more about it. Yeah, well, I was really surprised I, when I, know, I think like uh, for a while after Left 4 Dead 2, I was like burnt out on zombies, and it was a zombie game. I'm like, I'm just good. Like, I don't I know. Like, I, I like it's it, not that like it necessarily. I was like, oh, this is gonna be a bad game, but I was like, oh, this is a game I'm not interested in playing right now. I got more into it a couple, uh, like, and more like excited about zombies at like a couple years after that. But there was a while I was just like, I'm, I've been playing zombie games. Yeah. Well, like when Ben showed, I keep forgetting the fucking name. Days yeah. Gone. When Ben shows Days Gone, and like so many of my friends are like, oh, it's another zombie game, blah blah blah. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Those are like massive amount of. Zombies. It looks awesome, and you've never seen a game like name one game. Yeah. That has that many, not people on screen, but that many independent AI moving that quickly. Yeah, um, you know? and they're called freakers, guys. <laughs> so, straight. Oh yeah, not, yeah. No, um, like I'm ready for that game. Yeah, same. No, it looked super interesting. I liked the the newer trailer where it, like the we're showing like the dam being blocked up or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and going through and like seeing that those were options to get through it. I hope there's different ways to do it. So there is. Behind closed doors for that game at E3, they showed the same thing that they showed on stage, but played in several different ways. Oh, nice. I, I should probably watch that. You, you can't watch that. It's behind closed doors from there. Yeah, you, you weren't invited, man. <laughs> oh. Well, I thought, you, I thought you... Okay, whatever. I thought you like you had like a thing of it. No, no, no. I just assume everything gets leaked. Nothing's behind doors. Yeah. Doors don't mean anything. Yeah. They're social conscious. They do if you want to keep your job as a games journalist. <laughs> uh, did I, either of you play Until Dawn? Yeah. yeah. Good so, call. Yeah. I, I'm so excited for Playlink. Like, that's going to be so fucking fun. So, the team behind Until Dawn, what are they called? I don't remember. Fuck. Uh, uh, I forget their name. Anyways. Look it up, Shanae. They've got, like, three games being made right now. Two of them are in the Until, Until Dawn universe. One of them is a VR game. The other one is a Playlink game. And, like, I cannot wait to play that game with Super a group of people. Games. Super massive, yeah. Yeah, that game, like, it's... It's in the Until Dawn universe, and like, it's what everybody. It's how we played Until Dawn. Sure, you were controlling it, but we made the decisions as a group. Yeah. I didn't you know, know the same group did a Doctor yeah. Who game. Yeah, I'm super psyched uh, for playing the, the two VR games: uh, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, and Tumblr uh, Tumble VR, and then Hidden oh. Agenda. Yeah, Hidden in, Agenda, Tumble VR. Uh, the Rush in, of Blood was way earlier. Uh, the Inpatient, the inpatient. and Brave uh, and Bravo team. What's yes. Inpatient? It is part of, like, it's in the same universe as Until Dawn, but I think it's, like, many years before. Okay. It is set 60 years before Until Dawn. Yeah. Right and then Hidden Agenda didn't say anything. I'm ready. I'm ready for Playlink. It's a crime thriller. Until Dawn, well, like, all of it, for me anyway, was jump scares. I didn't think it was scary, but, like, it's fun. I like watching crappy 90s campy horror movies. Yeah, same. You know? Uh, Zombie U was pretty fun. I mean, then again, like, you're comparing it to the small collection of Wii U games. Well, I mean, Zombie, it, they originally took the U out and released it on everything. Yeah. But, uh, I did not spend much time with it. I like the concept. The concept is really cool. I just didn't just, like the execution. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, the one, I think that the, yeah. the one, the thing about Zombie is that if, I think that if they had, if they had spent some time on that combat, uh, I probably would have had more fun with it. Sure. I just I just thought the combat was just was not fun. Um, you know what's cool that you played huh? that I didn't play Dying Light 
Like, oh, the yeah. day-night cycle actually seems significant. Yeah, it is. And, like, when you're running from those guys and you turn around and see them chasing you, oh, that was super God. cool. Super cool. Uh, uh, when me and Porter were playing Don't Starve Together, play that. Uh, like, the day and night and seasons mattered a yeah. lot in the game. And there's a lot of things that I didn't know existed because like, we didn't look up anything on the game. We just started playing it. Sure. And that would, like, jump out. I'm just like, ah, these things exist. <laughs> these things exist. What the fuck just happened? Yeah. Oh, I just remember being, like, uh, and, like, <clears throat> trying to set up traps that wouldn't work correctly. Because mm. I didn't realize, like, certain things couldn't go into them. Did either I- of you play NeverEnding Nightmare? No. I no. What What's it about? I don't know what it's about. It's like it's a side-scrolling game, and it looks like an Edward Gorey picture. Uh, but it's supposed to be pretty scary. It looks it looks cool. Uh, is uh, what about Little Nightmares? Little Nightmares is cool. There's definitely some freaky shit in there. I wouldn't say it's necessary. I mean, I don't know. I've seen people that were scared by it. You know. Uh, but I've, I've never actually played it, but I've watched gameplay on Five Night uh, Five Night at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. Yes. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say Friday Night Lights. Yeah, Friday Night Lights. <laughs> <laughs> well, Super spooks. Um, but. That was also to see more jump scares, like the only thing that made me like uncomfortable. The rest of it, I was just like, meh. Little Nightmares is like, there's parts of it that, like the character models in that game are very impressive, you know? Yeah. And like, there's a part towards the end where you're like going through like this dining hall and there's all these fat people like just stuffing their faces. It reminds me of the beginning of Spirited Away where the parents are eating, you know? Yeah. But then they see you and they start chasing you. And it's intense, but I wouldn't really say it's that scary. Yeah. yeah. We should play the Goosebumps games on the Let's Play. Aren't they just hidden object games? I don't know. I've never played any. Let's just play them. Okay. I think they're just hidden object games. They're, they got spooky stuff in them. Okay. You ever read a Goosebumps book, Shanae? Yeah. Monster Blood. I loved Monster Blood when I was a kid. Um, and the ever-changing rules of Monster Blood and what it does. What does Monster Blood do? Well, sometimes it made the hamster it, big. Sometimes it makes you, like, super large. Mm. And sometimes it makes you evil and angry. Uh, and sometimes, like, the consistency is different, too. I The last one I read that I can remember was about a mirror that made you invisible. Uh, there's, like, a camera one like that. Uh, like, to- that, um... Uh, the Give Yourself Goosebumps books. I did one of those recently with my nephews because they needed to be entertained for a while. What is Give Yourself Goosebumps? So it's like an adventure book game. And so like, you got options every now and then. And it's like, pick one option, then you turn to this page. Oh, it's like- choose your own adventure game. The book. Book, yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, but this is Goosebumps. Mm, I didn't know they made those. Yeah, Give Yourself Goosebumps. Huh. I'd rather not. Yeah, I mean... Like, you you just write the story and let me read it. I don't want to make any choices. Uh, well, normally there's, like, a ridiculous amount of bad endings and then a couple good endings that were never that great. You know what you reminded me of? My name is Alan Wake. I'm a writer. Have you ever played Alan Wake? Uh, yeah. I, got I it love for, it. I got it for free with my Xbox, or one of the Xboxes. Do you hate it or do you love it? Because it seems uh, like the, no one ever agrees. I, I was just indifferent on it. I played yeah. a couple hours of it, and then I was like, I'm going to play my other games. I love it so much. What makes you love it? Because, dude, it's like it's like the closest thing, uh, other than Deadly Premonition, it's the closest thing that we have to like an X-Files Twin Peaks type game. Sure. Uh, 
I've heard a deadly premonition. Actually, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a... If you've played Deadly Premonition, you know what me and Tom are talking about. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the, those shadow, the shadow people in, in Alan Wake are actually, like, scary. Yeah. Uh, because, like, I don't know. It's just, like, that... Like, there was that one... There was that one shadow person... Who, like zips around uh he zips around like i think it's like a lumberyard yeah and he likes like and he's talking but like like everything he's saying is like an advertisement of some kind and that was that was really creepy to me for some reason uh i like like alan's kind of an idiot yeah uh but his agent his agent is like the only smart person in that game yeah as annoying as he is puts, you know puts the lights on him yeah puts the christmas lights on him uh yeah that alan wake is a it's actually it's a solid game it does. Ha- it does contain some like some valid spooks. Uh, I mean, it's dated for sure, yeah. but like from it's, afar, I, it still looks really nice. I and I, that game still looks good. And the <coughs> the f- the last time I played that game was early, earlier this year, and I feel like only now is it starting to show its age. Well, and then like I really like the two step combat, like shine the light and yeah. then shoot them. Yeah, give because them one, like two it, combo. It, yeah, makes makes me feel like a Ghostbuster. Yeah, it's great. I, I never thought about it that way. Yeah. Um, what about actual Ghostbusters games, though? Shane and I have argued about this before. I love the Atari Ghostbusters game. Not the one for Atari, but the one made by Atari last generation. Mm-hmm. I love that game. I felt it was really clunky. Yeah, I disagree. Is that the game but where we've talked about this before. Where you're a new Ghostbuster. Yeah, you're a new recruit. It's got so many references to the original games, written by the by the writers, voice acted by the voice actor, like by, by the actors themselves. Like it's, it's I love it. Ernie Hudson. I believe including Ernie Hudson. Annie Potts. Yes, Annie Potts. Neat. Yeah. Rick Moranis. I don't know. Ah. I don't know. <laughs> A man can dream. Hey, uh, either did either of you find Bioshock creep? Yeah. Uh, what my roommate or at the time, the original Bioshock came out. Um, he really, really, really was ty- terrified of whale sharks. Okay. Which is funny because they're not like in that game. They're not predatory, but they are in that game because are they just the one. Because yeah, because if you're walking through the little walkway where it's like a glass dome, there's a whale shark that like just floats nicely by you. It doesn't do anything; just hangs out. Mm-hmm. And he almost cried. <laughs> he was so fucking scared. Wow. Uh, the, yet again, talking about. Things being unnerving, like sure. people moving weird. Sure. It's just like people that game has a lot of people moving weird. Yeah, I mean that's why the nurses are so fucking scared <laughs> in the Resident Evil movies. Silent Hill. Huh? All right, yeah, no Resident Evil. Oh, Silent, are you talking about, Silent Hill? Silent talking about the nurses with their faces yeah. all covered. Silent Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bioshock, I never thought was that scary, but it's got like a lot of really great, like like screen caps, like in motion screen caps, right? Like. In the first one, when you come up on the baby carriage and all that, like everybody remembers that, even though we all looked at it from a different angle, everybody remembers that silhouette, that shadow, you know, the silhouette, of, and you find the gun and all that. Like, yeah, it's got a lot of moments like that that I think are really great. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I felt I feel like that. That's that's Bioshock is one of those games where that I was talking about where a lot of the, uh, the a lot of the scares for me came from like the the environment. Uh, because like it was always like, you know, what's what's over there lurking in the shadows? Like what's 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 over there waiting to jump out at me? And it was it was never it never came from uh, it never actually came from like the enemies that were attacking me. Yeah, because you know it's going to attack you. There's yeah. like three choices, right? Yeah, 
Uh, so Splicer, like, Big Daddy, and like yeah. that's about it. Turret. Yeah, it never came but... from the enemies attacking me, but like my fir- like going through that game for the first time, uh, like all that that environment, like that sense of foreboding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was also beautiful. Too. Yeah, um, it's probably the the best looking game of its time. It holds up okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that remaster looks. I imagine it looks... It looks like you remembered Bioshock looking. Like, it's not fantastic, but it's, it looks okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I... You know, and I have a lot of fond memories of, of games like that, you know? Like, a lot of fond memories of, of games that, like, that kind of elicit that, that, that feeling in me. Uh, I've had also had some games that, like, like, when I look back on them, though, they, I feel silly for having been scared of them. Like... I got really scared of, of Splatterhouse three when I was when I was younger. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, but you know, I say it's funny, but like, remember? Do you remember when Lone Survivor came out? Uh, like Lone Survivor is a two D puzzle game, survival uh, horror puzzle game, and like it's two D, it's old school pixel art, and a lot of people that year was like, "This is the scariest game this year," you know? Yeah. So I, I guess I could see why you'd be scared of Splatterhouse, especially at the time. Yeah. I mean, keep in mind that I was a, I was, I was but a lad. Right. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, Lone Survivor was, like, just a, maybe five, six years ago. Yeah. Like, we had immersive 3D scary games at that sure. point. And people were like, and, no, this is scarier than, than the other and shit, I, you know? And now, like, as an adult, you know, I can't speak for how I would have reacted as a child, but as an adult, I can't imagine, like, finding any kind of spooks in a, in a 2D game. Yeah. I don't know why. I, 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 I'm pretty sure I could pull some up that would give you the creeps. Yeah, yeah, you should, because uh, I'd like I'd like to I'd like to see if that's that's the case. Uh, Al- Alice Madness Returns. Fantastic. Yeah, Tom loves that game. Uh, it is a great game, but uh, I was playing it at a time that uh, I was uh, in the middle of a depression cycle, but mm. I didn't know it, and I didn't know how to, to like take care of myself during that time. And I felt like I was going crazy. Yeah. And I thought that I, I know, like, kept having these fears, like, maybe I'm insane. Mm. And Did I you shave played, off your hair? And I played that game, and, like, to have, like, the doctor and stuff, like, uh, well, American McGee's Alice and Alice Madness Returns, I play, like, pretty much very, like, same time frame. Yeah. And I just, like, just being told you're crazy is, was terrifying to me. So every mm-hmm. time I get, like, a memory or something, I, like, yeah, there'd just be a lot of times where it would just, like, make me really, really uncomfortable and scared. Even though it wasn't, like, a scary game or meant to really scare anybody. Sure. You might have bought, like, one of the editions came with American McGee's Alice. Yeah, it did. I think the 360 version did. Well, no. I mean, all platforms did, but, like, I I don't know if it was a pre-order thing or if it was just a certain edition. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Like, even even the PC version comes with American McGee's Alice. Only some of them, though. Like, the Uh, digital versions don't. The physical ones do. Um... But yeah, no, I think I, the GOG one does. I don't know. That's probably why I play them at the same time. Yeah. Because uh, that sounds I've never weird. played the first one. Really? I've watched a lot of gameplay for it, but I've never played it. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's fun. Tom, do you think that there's a possibility that a game currently exists that could scare you? Oh, absolutely. I, I stand by, like... So when when PSVR was a thing... Yeah. We all, we joked like when that was coming out, we joked that like Resident Evil Seven kill would be the first VR game to kill somebody due to a heart attack. Yeah. You know, and I'm I guarantee if I play that in VR, it'll freak me the fuck out. So we're gonna play we're gonna we are gonna play that that layers of fear. Uh, 
and uh, I've I feel like I've heard many things about that game being pretty pretty frightening. I've heard great things and horrible things about it, so I guess we'll make up our own mind. Yeah. But... What is the horrible that you've heard? Just that it's not scary. It's boring. There's not enough to do. Stuff like that, yeah. you know. But yeah, th- that game's called Amnesia. So <laughs> the Dark Descent. Yeah, th- that game's called Amnesia: The Dark Descent. Don't you feel like you haven't played enough of that game to make that call? Yes. Yeah. How do you feel that way? Me too. Uh, but I don't think I'll be returning to it because <laughs> I was bored. Uh, Shanae, mm-hmm. what do you want to plug? Um. Renaissance Festival. Yeah. Uh... Mushrooms. <laughs> plug mushrooms. Portobello. No, you know what? I'm going to go back to this. I think I've probably mentioned it before, but I like uh, this podcast called Goosebuds, where it's three dudes talking about the Goosebumps Geese. books. Oh. And you go, they go through, pretty, go through like the actual storybooks in order, but every now and then there's a episode peppered in that is a give yourself Goosebumps adventure, and uh, you get to listen to them as a group. Uh, one of them reads, and then people make the decision to go through and see what their adventure's like. That's so, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I them and uh, the YouTube channel Drinking with Goosebumps. Uh, it's that one. Uh, it's also three dudes. Um, one of the guy's sister makes a shot for each book, and like gives like a fun name, and then they have to do those shots when there's certain rules met. Mm. So uh, you just see, to see guys get pretty drunk talking about goosebumps. I like watching guys get drunk talking about goosebumps. Like there's like there's like uh, if the kids like going to a new school or moved or staying with a relative, if like one of their names uh, is like the same name as one of the characters in the books. Mm. Uh, just like g- general tropes of goosebumps books, and they made rules. How often does that air? Like a new episode? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what their schedule is. Because I feel like that's got to be a very tedious podcast to do. They also like, enjoy it. Oh, um, we gotta get drunk again, <laughs> you know. <laughs> One of the guys uh, wears a robe quite a few of the ap- uh, episodes, so I mean, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, that's cool. Goosebuds. Get, uh, Goosebuds is. Uh, they also have like Maverick their own Buds. subreddit. They're the the podcast that um, is just like funny talk. Uh, one of them, he uh, I followed him doing different other podcasts. One was fantasy fiction. But uh, Dom Mosquiti, but they're they're funny guys. Drinking with Goosebumps is the YouTube one. I'm plugging two things. You're not allowed to do that. Did it? <laughs> Get ready for questions Shanae won't know the answer to. <laughs> What's my middle name? <laughs> Everybody knows Tom's middle name. You? I feel like I probably do. You don't. So. I'm just too tired to remember. That's the show this week, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you once again for listening to us talk about video games. My name is Ryan Robinson. That's Tom Shelby. Goodbye. That's Shanae Howard. Bye, guys. See you next week.